0: Welcome to 316 Unleashed Podcast Season 3. Let's get it on.
1: So, uh, Brother Chris, how you doing, sir? Great. Phenomenal. That's good. That's good. Brother Rex, how you?
2: As I tell everybody any better, I couldn't stand it. <laughs>
1: uh it's been a long day. It has been a long day. Long day.
2: Absolutely. How about services more? You know I had to leave oh, a little bit of what happened oh, after
1: uh It was wonderful.
2: It started it, good. good man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna it ended good. Let me tell you right sure. now. The people came in this morning. But they had they had worship on out this morning, but yes, sir. I'm I tell, tell you it. what, they
0: definitely were in their prayer clauses leading up. Yeah. They, definitely, they definitely came hungry and yeah, want to see a move of God.
2: We had a good crowd too. We did. We a good crowd of people. We did. we did. Good crowd of people.
1: And the, on the pastor's scripture was love. It's the um, what was the title? It's the. uh the power the, on the proof excuse me it's the proof of Christ or something like that. And so he he spoke about how um your love is what create Oh, uh, what is the proof that you're a Christian. That Christ is in, uh, is in your heart.
2: Love conquers all. Mm-hmm.
1: it does. And he spoke out of first John mostly.
2: Oh, speaking of John John three sixteen yeah. <laughs> but also oh.
1: Um, so our pastor has um, challenged Brother Rex and I to get into the book of John and also 1 John, 2 John, and 3 John, which is all the same author. And uh, we got to read it and study it. And so oh, it's it's been challenging. It's been challenging.
2: Yeah, to put it lightly, I myself have only a... Uh, I, I, I could claim a ninth grade education, but I didn't finish ninth grade, okay? I quit right going in. So I only got a ninth grade education, and he's got us in a third semester college book. Yeah. So you can imagine. Just got to give you an idea of the challenge. <laughs> yeah. But I'm enjoying it. I, yes, I'm sir. liking it. I'm liking what I'm learning, and I'm liking it. I'm liking it. It's tough. I
1: like it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's challenging, but it's also you know, reading it and learning about the different things in that book. And it's, um, even, even the book of John itself out of the Bible, not talking about what we're studying, but, um, I mean, it's, it's different. It's a unique book. It is. is, So, um, but anyway, so we are continuing into the questions. So, um, I'm really (laughs) eager to get into it. So are you ready really, Chris? (laughs) <laughs> you ready, bro? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. I am ready. So, we're going on. Now, like I said before, we got 17 questions altogether. together. We already done one through five. So, now we're going to be doing six through ten. Okay? So, um, question number six. How to deal with negative
2: thoughts? For Bro, you know, this this was a pretty good one for me right off the bat because this I think it was this week or no heck, it could have been this week. It was uh sometime last week. I was searching for I don't know, maybe I was walking through uh, the mully grub that can't help us and they don't want to, you know, just the mm-hmm. negative thoughts, mm-hmm. what we're talking about right Just just and I started searching for something. And I run across this saying. I don't know who it was that said it, but they said in a negative situation turn into a positive situation. Mm -hmm. And every time since then, every time I find myself taking in negative thoughts or I'm in a negative, you you get in a negative situation. Mm -hmm. You know, those negative thoughts or thoughts. And so anytime I find myself going down that negativity road, I start trying to think positive thoughts or find me a positive situation, turn that negativity into positive and makes much a more better day.
0: Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: (laughs) What about you, Brother Chris? Well, I um, I think the same thing, uh to, to piggyback what he said, I um I think uh, if you live long enough you're gonna encounter negative situations. Mm-hmm. Um I, I that's think for you're, sure. I, I think you're gonna find yourself with your back against the wall mm-hmm. and you're gonna put everything that's your your skill set for what you learned about being a Christian over the years, I think you're gonna put it to work. Yeah. You're gonna have to be saying, Hey, this right here, I need to apply this to my life. Right here. Come on, Somebody bro. in my come on, life years ago might have told me that you're going to come across that if you're going to be saved long enough. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to come be on. easy.
2: You may be going preaching
0: now. Yeah, so you're going to <laughs> mess around and you're going to run into something. You're going to have to give them, give them a word. You're going to have to stand up and stand on that solid ground. Don't get into shit that's saying, but I have scripture. There you go. But, but God, mm-hmm. as many have seen my post on, on social media, but God, but if ye have bitter envy, and strife in your hearts glory not and lie not against the truth the wisdom deceiteth not from above but is earthly sensual uh, devilish mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> good stuff right there yeah.
0: <laughs> so basic so basically you know to elaborate on that scripture um you know going through going through strife and going through turmoil in your life you need to find that faith that you've been having for years. You need to find that, and you need to build upon that. Yeah. Don't get weak at that moment. That's when you need to be the strongest ever. You need to stand on that foundation. Yeah. There was
2: a, back when I was in um, grammar school, uh, it was uh, it was Eastern School then. It was R.E. Davis now, I think is what it's mm-hmm. called. We were there when it changed. They had this thing that was positive, mental, attitude i threw yep. that on the river now and again but that's they they something's all over the place mm-hmm. you know on chalk boards and everywhere all through the, all through the school. it's positive mental attitude man <laughs> gotta have it all right bro we'll go ahead and lay it on us man <laughs> well just, it to just just yeah he's chomping at the middle of me i could i could just say i wish i could put a video on so everybody <laughs> could see it. well this
1: one right here was actually in my wheelhouse because by me being a cbt coach Uh, certified in uh, in life coaching, Uh, this right here is actually some, I mean, a lot of things that I studied is negative thoughts, and so I had to actually kind of narrow it down and not spend a whole podcast on this, because I can. Um, I mean, it's, anyway, so, but there are so many different types of negative thoughts, okay, you can have negative thoughts about your past, you can have negative thoughts about your future, you can have negative thoughts about the people around you, and you can have negative thoughts about um, about things that you're that who you are, and so um, you can have negative thoughts and suicide, and so that right there is just all by itself. But I think Isaiah forty three eighteen says a lot, and it says. Uh, It reminds us that if we have um, negative thoughts, if we have uh, for us to um, put away the former things and don't think of the things in the past. And so, if um, because you can't do nothing with it, it happened. Whatever happened, you cannot change it, but you can change who you are today. You can change who you be tomorrow. You know, and you know, one thing that. Uh, I used to tell a lot of people when I used to coach, is when you do something, it's either good or bad. No matter what you do in the future, it would never change that portion of your life. It's written, and you cannot go back and erase it. But the things that you done that you are planning on writing in the future, God has given you the pencil. And he's given you the, uh, the, whenever you have a thought of doing something, he's giving you a really big eraser. I should not do this. I should not do that. And then he's giving you the, uh, the right to do that. But also in Psalms 139, 23 and 24, it says um, for us to ask God to search our thoughts in your hearts and lead you in the direction that He wants you to go, and so when you asking God to search your heart and search your thoughts, is actually give on uh, you're you're asking God to correct anything that's not uh, that's not right according to His Word, uh, and He will correct us and lead us in a direction that He wants us to go. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, well, well said. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, question number seven. How come God waits so long for God to deliver us from some things, brother X?
2: Um, let's take a look at uh, Isaiah. Let me uh, let me let me flip over here to Isaiah. Isaiah, um, one minute caught me off guard.
1: Well, why are you waiting
0: on that? You yeah, want? go ahead, okay. brother Chris. Yes. Okay, so I don't have a. I, I ain't in depth with that one as, as, as well as Brother Rex is fixing it to be because I feel like he's about to lay it on us. Okay. Um, but to build our faith, and I I, I don't want to swell her head, but I, I love her to pieces, but Sister Rhonda, you mm-hmm. know, about how she she says so many times and so often over the years about uh, praising him in the hallway. Mm-hmm. When you waiting uh you know, for that door to open that you can't physically open yourself, but you know it's gonna open at some point. You know, you know that breakthrough is coming, you know, praise him in the hallway. Uh, that way, you know, you're showing A, I appreciate it, you know, what you're doing, Lord, and B, I know it's gonna happen because I got the faith of a grain of a mustard seed. So I um that's pretty much what I got on that, but um just really you know, thankful that that we can have that faith in that relationship with the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Lay it on us, brother. Go ahead, mm-hmm. brother Rex.
2: You know, I don't think <clears throat> as I'm looking at the question. The question is uh, is uh, how come God waits? Does God really wait to uh, to answer our prayers? Who knows? Maybe does, maybe don't. But there's one thing for sure that I can tell you from experience oftentimes that we seek god and we ask god for things uh one thing for sure we ask amiss Mm -hmm. we may be asking for something that we don't realize what we're asking for in in case in point there was a a man one time his son was a really really bad alcoholic and they couldn't do anything with him just uh i won't go into names but and who was but anyway they um he prayed and prayed and prayed to get his son delivered and just couldn't get it done. so the man started praying for uh whatever it took his whatever it took to get that you know get him off that alcohol. Well, the boy got in uh, got in an accident on a motorcycle in the front right in the front door of the church. Mm. killed him dead right there. Mm. And he said for the next three days, this man was on his knees in his room praying, why God, why God? And he said "He said that the Lord basically stood him up when an audible voice told him, you ask what it would stop, what it would take. That's what it took. So in other words, the more that story is, he was asking for something. He was asking a mess. Mm-hmm. And I know it they're have to do in the wait part, but Isaiah 55 and 9, it said, as for the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts the point of that scripture is we're not on the same playing field as God that's right we don't think like he does we don't see things like he does and things just don't come down the pipeline the way we think. If case in point I want to share another one. if I'm taking up too much time, no, just, just give going. me a no, wave or something. i say you need to hush. No, you go ahead. But I've i told us you know, you guys know this story, but I'll tell it for the sake of the podcast. Many years ago I was in real deep into hunting and I asked God for uh I want a dog that could track a trait a trekking dog. And and I had my vision and when all this should should come about. So I'm, I'm going through the internet, I'm looking at the dogs, what's the best dogs for this? So I've got my picture and and, and and I'm waiting for the, you know, well, I'm going hunting. One day I sit down, here come, I'm sitting in the stand and right down the fire break where the corn pile was, yep, 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 little, little, little small black puppy come running down the thing. I said, oh man, my hunt day's over. So I kind of escort him off. Next day, the same thing. I'm like, man, where's he coming from? Next day, the same thing. <laughs> so this time, he followed me out to the truck. My buddy said, "Boy, where you get that thing there from?" I said, "I don't know." He's following me all over the place. Open up the door. He little puppy now jumps up in my truck. He looks like a little lab. Um, so I took the dog. Long story short, he ended up being uh, he ended up being a very, very good tracking dog. Uh, right, right, impressive. And the moral of that story is that that it didn't come the way I wanted and it didn't come when I wanted. Yeah. Okay? The, 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 God bless the prayer. But brother, I'm gonna tell you it, it it took forever and it was nothing like the picture that I had painted. So when God takes his time or whatever it may be to answer our prayers, the best thing to do is stand still. Yes. And see the salvation. Or let him work in our lives, mm-hmm. and let him make uh, those things come to pass when they need to yeah. at the right and proper time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. That's great, man. That's great. And you know, I was talking with uh, my youngest daughter and my wife at um, Ginger at the table, and I was just talking with her about these questions, and so. My, my youngest daughter is 12 years old, for those who don't know. And she said, maybe God waits because he has a plan. That's and I said, that's wow, that, 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 is, that is right right, that's yes, great right there. And, but, you know, there, there's different reasons why God might wait. You know, just like with uh, Jesus, when he was asked to come and raise Lazarus from the dead. You know, he waited four days. Four days. Okay. Matter of fact, the Bible says that when he got there, Lazarus was already dead. But Jesus waited because it was in God's plan to do something totally different. It was not God's plan to go ahead and deliver. But I got it here that sometimes God may... Calls us to wait to teach us patience.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's in um, Ecclesiastes that's 7 and 8. That's a good one. You know, God may cause us to wait to build our faith.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: and when we saw and even if we don't see results while we're waiting, and that's in Romans 5, 3 through 5. And sometimes God would cause us to wait for we can start some searching for him. Instead of what he can provide. Mm-hmm. And that's in Psalms mm-hmm. 131. And so God causes us to wait for different reasons. But every single one is according to his own plan.
2: According to his own plan.
1: So. Now I like what you um, what you had to say. If, um You brother Rex and brother Chris. You know. And I like your story. You know. Because God God answered it. In a way that he wanted to answer. In a way that you didn't see fit. You know,
2: and in a time. Yeah. I want him a dog now. <laughs> just <laughs> like people. Want, I needed him now.
0: Just like people want their miracle now. Now, now exactly. Mm-hmm. But there's a waiting process. Yeah. I'm
2: sure is. Yeah. Sometimes there is.
0: And sometimes I have seen it where you wait. And, and, and wait on the Lord. And proper. Don't rush the Lord. Keep your faith. And you end up getting two miracles out of the deal. Come on now.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. God will bless you more in the waiting. Two for one deal. You can't. You can't. <laughs> two
2: for I one. I got to use that one. Two for one deal miracles. Two bro. for That's one. Two. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Man, with, uh,
0: uh, who said a buy one, get two, one, what your, good? With huh? your faith.
2: You got the faith. Get your two for one. Yeah. Two miracles for one. I like that, bro.
1: <laughs> so, number eight. What is the biblical and uh, meaning and difference between frankincense and sage?
2: I had to really search. for Fellas, I, I'm gonna be look, honest. Okay. okay, yeah, you can about you too. might about <laughs> <have> beaching <bought> <laughs> to the punch. I mean, I, this I, I, talking I, about digging I, deep in the bag. Yeah, I, I, look, I just gotta be honest on this one. I just, I, I'm lost on it. I, 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 I mean, I, I'll be honest. I do have a scripture here.
0: It's some, but to, to go in depth,
2: I can't. Yeah, I just, it's. Some oil. I mean, and, see,
0: like right here it says, all right, um, "Leviticus chapter two, verse 15. And thou shalt put oil upon it and lay frankincense therein. It is a meat offered.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm <laughs> just gonna go ahead and say, I'm just gonna say, I'm a, I'm a lost on this one, brother. I, 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 I found what it means, but what it biblically means. So what is it mean? I couldn't. Well, it's just a definition. Okay. Sacred sage is renowned for an herbal and medical properties, and frankincense helps to um, evaluate anxiety and depression.
1: Well, there okay. you think, I mean, so and that
2: they are the oils. Yeah, I mean, they, they are oils, but but the the question was biblical. Yes. What's the what's the what does the what does the biblical mean? I just, I just didn't get down in there and dig on it. So, bro, I'm just I'm ashamed of myself. No. no well,
1: thank you for being honest, though. Yeah. Okay, so whenever I started searching, um, frankincense now, just like Brother Chris read, um, it is in the book of Leviticus, um, and it's actually throughout the whole Bible, okay? But the one of the most uh, famous scriptures that talks about frankincense is when the wise men brought gifts to baby Jesus. And so and one of the gifts was frankincense. But I found out um, through exegeting the scripture and doing a lot of research um, frankincense means uh, is a type what you use in worship and so um, also frankincense to your point um, can be an expensive gift um, also it is used for medicine
0: so go ahead brother Chris no I was just I was just saying that frankincense also means holiness and righteousness. Yeah. Also. Well, now, frankincense was, as
1: you said, brother, um, brother Rex, that it is an oil, but it's also something that um, that God required into uh, what we should burn in order to for worship, and so that's the reason why frankincense is a uh, is biblically is a type of worship because. Just like frankincense gives off a of odor, our worship gives off a of odor to God, and so we should actually um, when we worship God, the Bible says that it goes into God's nostrils as a sweet smelling savor, and is actually very very biblical to um, to worship God and and think of it that way. But sage is not really found in the Bible; um, it's more of a, a I had a long look at this and might not be anything important, but it's uh, used in many Mediterranean meals. But also Native Americans, um, not all of them, but some Native Americans, use it to burn for spiritual purposes uh, by getting rid of evil spirits and honoring those who's past. uh now, Christians are not supposed to get caught up in uh-huh. these worldly uh-huh. things. No, no, no. Okay? no
2: that's, a,
1: that's, that's a bad thing. Yeah, and that's in Colossians 2, 6 through 8. But historians actually believe that sage was used by witches to burn uh, to burn in order to um, and do their witchcraft.
2: Now, I don't know about that, but I do have some sage in the cabinet.
1: I mean, now, like I said, you can for have... Cooking. Yeah, for cooking. Uh, exactly. In... That's the reason I'm put in here. It's used for a lot of Mediterranean meals and and different types. I mean, it's a spice, um, but you know, if for, but it says biblical and but sage is not really biblical, but it does have it's a believical. spiritual. I, I haven't <laughs> Bi- found Bi- it. Biblical. Yeah, biblical, Belivical, biblical. Yeah, tomato. Yeah, potato. that
2: was a, that was an interesting question. I wish I had. But anyway.
1: Okay, so number nine,
2: how to keep
1: honoring on uh, our jobs believably, even though, even through tough times. So, brother Chris,
0: Well, Wait on us, bro. I tell you what, like I said earlier, if you live long enough, you gonna have a tough time in your in your job on your workforce, encountering people, and. Encounter, encountering unchurched people and they need to see the light of Christ through you. That's so, right. I got a little bit of scripture here. Go ahead. In Prover- Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 and 6 and the writer states trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths
2: hmm
0: So, basically, if you asking God to create a clean heart in you and renew a right spirit every day, then basically that word's going to be in you mm-hmm. from the start. So when you meet contact with this situation in your life at that moment, God's already working through you. That's right. So he's going to give you that word. He's going to give you that right situation. He's going to give you... The right words to say to make that situation that was bad, like you spoke earlier, that could have been turned bad into good because you have a Christ-like way about your life. Mm-hmm. And the the word right here speaks for it. If you're living and you have the word of God in you and you where you need to be with the Lord, that situation is not going to come as hard as it would for somebody that, that don't know the Lord. Yeah, that situation is gonna come better because you have a walk, you have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Well said, well said. Yeah, amen. Brother X,
2: um, Proverbs twenty-five twenty says, "He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is a broken down and without walls." And in Proverbs 16, "He that is slow to anger is better than a mighty is better than the mighty and he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh a city. Many times that we we walk through life or, or on this particular question is about on your job and, and when you're going through a tough time we all must remember that, that a lot of people, especially nowadays, Will never look between the covers of the Bible. They'll never see it. Mm-hmm. But what they will see is your life. Mm-hmm. And as long as you show that love, and as long as you shed that light, even whenever it's even whenever it seems uncontrollable, keeping that anger in check. Because a lot of a lot of times problems come at work from you know people. Poking the bear, so to speak, and just—it's t- it's tough. It's tough to keep the composure, but you have to and you must keep your co- composure in front of people, not using words and saying things that you shouldn't say. Got a feel at work. They call him—he ca- calls himself the preacher. Just some of the nastiest stuff come out his mouth, and then you got another one, the same thing. it says all kind of stuff, and and just and. Posted stuff on Bible stuff. People need to see the good. They don't mm-hmm. need to see. There's plenty of bad out there. So in a situation where it's tough at work, hold your composure. Hold on to the unchanging hand of God. Keep in contact with Him and let Him help you through those situations. And that way your light shines, His light shines.
1: Amen. 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 And so... To the, the kind of piggyback off of what y'all are saying. Um, so there was a time where on my job, uh, one of my past jobs. Anyway, so we had a really tough time. And they cut us down to 32 hours a week. And at first I asked God why. And then I said, God, you know, I, I'm the only one working. I've got, at the time, two small children. I got a wife. I got to take care of God. Why? And then I and then I asked. uh, I started thinking about it, and I said, "Why not? What if God is allowing this to happen for people to search my life and see how I'm actually using this bad situation to honor God?" And so, whenever we have bad situations that hit our lives. Remember, we are the Bibles that some people are reading. But what scripture are they reading it from? And so, they can either get the on um, the verses where it contradicts, or they can get, I'm talking about our, our personal selves. Either our personal selves are going to contradict the Holy Word, or it's going to line up with the Word. Mm-hmm. But I do have scripture to go with this. And so the question is how to keep honoring our jobs biblically even through tough times. In Colossians three, twenty-three through twenty-four, it says, Whatever you do, do your work heartedly as for the Lord rather than for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. It is the Lord Christ. Whom you serve, and so to go on. Uh, what I mean by that is, every time we're asked to do something, if it's something that we cannot even stand, do it as unto the Lord. Amen. If and if it's somebody who we can't stand, this song that we are asked to work with, or we or they be, be degrade us, or they seem like you know there is their foul mouth, and everything around us is is like. God, why? You're not doing it for your uh, for your employer. You're not doing it for nobody else. You're you're supposed to be there to show people who the Lord is in your life. Um. So there was a story, real quick. There was a story of this woman. She had a knock on the door, and she was, you know, she had um, worship music playing, and and you know, things like that. But then she opened the door, and there was this ugly creature that was in front of the door. And she quickly tried to shut that door. And this ugly creature put his foot right in front of the door so she couldn't shut it. And she's like, get away, get away, I I don't want you around here. And this creature said, but you don't understand who I am. I am Jesus. And she said, "No, no, no! You can't be my Jesus. My Jesus is beautiful. You're hideous." And he said, "I'm the Jesus people see in you. Watch Ooh. out!" Ooh. And so, when we claim to be Christians, what are we? Pro- um, what kind of Jesus is being shown in our lives? What
0: does Jesus look like from there? What i man, you got to let
2: that light shine. But yeah. you can. And, and you know, when, whenever. Uh, whenever we we carry ourselves through life and into the world they see man you know they they it, see what you're doing and when you when you show them that something beside christ i mean well if you know if he's you know if he's can do that then what's the need me going to church All right. that's, that, that's that's like that's, that's like my little
0: son him. for those who don't you know 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 me i have a two-year-old son and he uh and he'll walk around the house, you know, and we'll say, you know, let your light shine. He'll he'll raise his little <laughs> hand in the air and he'll walk around. And, and, you know, he called He called my mom this week, and he prayed for my mom. You know, and, 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 and it was his words. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, saying that it wasn't a real prayer. But to him it was. Mm-hmm. You know, he gave it his all. You know, he, he sees, you know, thankfully me and his mother, we're, we're where we need to be with the Lord. We show him that, that godly home. Mm-hmm. Um, He's... I believe I'm not biased, but he's in the best church in the world uh, with, with some of the awesome people that he, he's around. But he's being told about letting his light shine in a mm-hmm. dark world. And that's what he knows. Hey, I'm going to let my little light shine. Mm-hmm. But that's what we got to do as it, Christians. You know, there's going to be plenty like Brother Rex said just a while ago. He elaborated. We got plenty of darkness. We yeah. we don't need no more of that. Uh, That's right. Yeah. You're right. We You're we right. overloaded You're with right darkness. Yeah. We, we yes, sir. used to there was a time in our life where we were more fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. You know, light and dark. Man, we, we get down in the thirties and twenties. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. I mean people are just Agreed. shifting away. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like they're running away instead of running too. Um well I, I know that we both all three of us can elaborate that there were times where a church wouldn't have under seventy, eighty people. Mm-hmm. Man, that, right, you, you you had to you had to be disappointed at your at your house, saying I had to miss that revival to go to that revival. Yeah, and and now so it's like money. now yeah. it's one revival every four or five months. If you if, if you are willing yeah. to travel yeah. two hours, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we definitely got to let our light shine. Man, it's black around here. Yeah, it's dark. Right. Yeah. We that's got so to be light. light. Yeah. 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 And you know one thing about it is, people
1: they want to see how are you going to react during tough times, and sometimes they'll bring it themselves. They would actually want to see how you react just because you claim to be a Christian. Okay, if you really claim it, then how are you going to react when I bring it out? Mm-hmm. And so like Pastor Ronnie always says, though, he says that uh, we, we say we want to be like Christ. We say we want to, um, to live like Christ. Be careful because you will be treated like Christ.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, now the last question, how to deal with your flesh when it comes
0: to sin? Billy, Chris. Well, we've kind of been saying it all night. Keeping a walk with God. Mm-hmm. Renewing the right spirit, keeping it fresh. Uh, keeping anointing fresh in your life. Uh, staying in that word, staying in your prayer closet. Um, I got a little scripture here. Uh, Romans chapter eight, verse three and four. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so basically, you know, we got to, you know, keep a, a a fresh anointing on our life. You know, we got to call out to God, um, stay in that prayer closet, get on your knees, uh, get somewhere and lay before you, the Lord, uh, and keep that anointing fresh in your life. You know, ask God to walk with you, ask him to, you know, hey, stay by my side. I got this coming up. I got that coming up. I got adversity I see in the far distance. Um, I don't want to go through it unless I'm going through it with you. Mm -hmm. Um, If he could take you to it, he certainly will take you through it. Exactly. Amen.
2: Amen, brother. Brother Rex. How to keep, I mean, how to deal with your flesh when it comes to sin. Hmm. I could sum that up in four words and we can close this thing up and go home. (laughs) But I want to say this before answer that question. The Bible tells us that we are drawn away by the lust of our own flesh. Now, I'm going to say it again. The Bible says we are drawn away. Listen, it says drawn away by the lust of our own flesh. Now, I have said so many times, I think I've even said it in here before, and I'll say it again. People need to stop blaming the devil for something he ain't doing.
1: Yeah,
2: Blood Rex, what you talking about? The devil gets blamed for stuff he ain't did. Look at you, got drawn away in it up in that mess because of the lust of your own flesh.
0: Amen.
2: Mm-hmm. You, you, you was looking at something you ain't had no business looking at, mm-hmm. you was speaking things you ain't had no business speaking. So, to 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 be able to deal with the 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 flesh and sin we need to understand that that we're that it's a draw it's the, you know you saw, i think the last podcast you made some statements about that sin being it's in it's there yeah. it's, it's it's inside yeah. and we have to deal with that sin so how do you how do you um how do you deal with how do you deal with flesh and the sin four words and but i'm gonna read a scripture here and then i'm gonna let you have it. four simple words keep it under the blood amen <laughs> Mike Mike drop. drop, keep it under the blood. You keep it under the blood, you won't have to worry about it. And it says in Galatians 5, 16, it says, this I say then, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Period. Mm-hmm. Walk in the spirit of God, keep it under the blood Stay on them knees, stay in that word and fast and pray. Alright, but I'm, I'm see I told you I'm gonna <laughs> you know, go right there. So
1: this is my notes right here. Okay, when we give our lives to Christ, we do become a new creation according to 2 Corinthians 5.17. But we are still all human. Okay? With the um, with the capability to sin and fall short of the glory of God according to Romans 3.23. We must repent. Bingo.
0: Daily. (laughs) Another mic drop. Daily.
2: (laughs) Well, there's a mic drop. Mom was up in here tonight, boy. Let me tell you.
1: (laughs) You must repent daily. Okay? Because there are times I do things that I did not really realize that I did. And there are times that I do things and I know it's wrong, but I still do it. Why do you do that? I don't know. Well, even Paul said, the things I know not to do, I do. And the things that I know to do, I don't. That's
2: what he said. He said, when, when I try to do good, evil is present.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's always before. Let me before tell you before. something. Evil is always, always around the corner looking. Yeah. Always. Well, see, I heard, a, I heard a good friend of mine that said this. If sin was an ice cream, the devil knows your flavor.
2: Oh, oh my! mic <laughs> We're gonna to have to get new mice Oh, well, I'm telling you, you gonna know, roll
1: tonight, great. And so we must uh We must stay in daily prayer and daily repenting. But what is repenting? It's not an apology.
2: It's
1: not. Okay. So as I said before, that I was discussing these questions. And my 12-year-old daughter asked, what is repenting? And so I give her this analogy. Let's just say I have a plate, a, a glass plate, and I break it. And I apologize to this plate for breaking it. Does that mean the plate comes back together whole? It can't. So it's my like apology... Humby, say again?
2: It's like Humpty Dumpty.
1: Yeah. he. hate it.
2: All the king's horse and all the king's men couldn't put it back together again.
1: That's right. And that's the thing with us, though. Whenever we sin, just because we ask God to... Um, okay, we apologize for it. But that does not mean that we are repentant. Repentance means to turn away. Turn
2: from
1: your wicked ways. Okay? So, it's not an apology. It's turning away from your sin. And so, it dawned... Um, but, whenever we do repent... It is having remorse about our wrongdoings or our sin. And it's like, God, I don't want to do this no more. And so let's just say, like, okay, we have these glass cups in our house. And whenever they, you put one on top of the other, it gets stuck. My wife is terrible about this. She tries to come to get them apart, one of them is going to break. Okay, but she tried. Her best to not break it. Okay, so we try our best not to sin, but sometimes we do sin, and then we have to ask God to please forgive me. But sometimes when she gets them together and she can't get them apart, she would say, Here, you take it, and I'll take it, and I'll softly and gently take it apart. My point is, God, I don't want to sin. God, this situation is in front of me. God, you take this situation.
0: God, you softly put me back together. You mold me. You put me on a potter's yep. wheel.
1: Yep. God, you
0: mic take drop. <laughs> Please don't break that. <laughs>
2: we are like five mic drops tonight. One day we on roll here.
1: <laughs> so you cannot have the on the torpedo okay, mic again, so I'm, right? I'm... <laughs> I bet listeners out there, what are they talking about? What's these mics look like? So these are the uh, 6 through 10 questions. So next time we do it, it should be from 11 to 17, correct? Correct. Okay, correct, Brother X. That's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So our next podcast will be the conclusion of this. But before we conclude this podcast... Let's hear it for the Prescott files.
2: The Prescott files. I'm gonna do a scripture and I'm gonna I wanna say something else. So the Prescott files in Isaiah fifty five we got one of these As for the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but water that but but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word, listen here, be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing that I sent. God mm-hmm. will never come back void. That's right. Um. So the closing remarks, I'll some stuff that you said kind of kind of rang a bell with me and some stuff that brother Ronnie speaks about a lot. The important thing is, is there's, there's, I don't care who you are, care how high you are in the church. I don't care what your place is. If you lack in your prayer life, if you lack in reading your word, and if you lack in, assembling yourself at church, being, going to church, you are going to fall. Yes. There's no way around it. <clears throat> yes. There's no way around it. If You must, you must keep up to, 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 uh, to honor God and to all these things that we talked about tonight is it, the, the most, is, is prayer life in that word of God. It never comes back mm-hmm. void, but that, without those, you're not, you're just not going to, you're gonna fall. Yes, you're gonna fall.
1: That's right. So, brother, um, brother Chris, thank you again.
0: Um, you got any closing remarks? Uh,
2: just, Make it a mic
0: drop. We, hope,
2: do want, we do one more uh, mic drop.
0: Well, I just hope that something that we might have said today uh, might encourage you, help you, give you that strength uh, that that you might need to uh, have to go face whatever you know it is that you got to face. And remember that. Everybody involved with 316 Unleashed, remember, we love you, but more Mm -hmm. more importantly, Jesus loves you. Amen.
2: Mike, drop. I knew we could do it. (laughs) I knew we could do it.
1: We had to end on an even (laughs) note, right? So, from 316 Unleashed, Brother Chris, Brother Rex, thank you for... um,
2: Brother Tim, thank you.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you a lot. But until next time, shalom. 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 Cast down your nets and follow me. The words of Jesus to some of his disciples at the Sea of Galilee. Jesus has given each and every one of us the same opportunity to come to Christ, no matter the life you lived or what you have done. If you are listening to this podcast and you want to put aside your old life, give your life to Jesus and start a new one in him, we can make this happen today. You just simply ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins. Pray this prayer. God, I am a sinner. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins that I've committed against you. I do believe Jesus was born of a virgin woman, lived on this earth, performing miracles, empowered by the Holy Spirit, and died on the cross for my sins. I do believe that the Holy Spirit rose Jesus on the third day and now he is sitting on your right hand making intercession for me in heaven I do believe one day Jesus will be coming back to rapture the church and there I will be with you for all eternity in Jesus name amen If you pray that prayer, let me be the first to welcome you to the family of God. You are now a son and a daughter in Christ. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit the share button and tell your friends about us. Share on Facebook or take a screenshot and use hashtag 316 Unleashed. And I will enjoy reading your comments. And so until next time, Shalom, Shalom.